You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Brian and Kyle. What's up, y'all? We're back for our special edition uh, podcast this week. Mm-hmm. We just lost one of the greatest sideline reporters to ever do it, Craig Sager. Man. Um, I know you guys all know about it, um, mm-hmm. but Craig lost his life during his battle to cancer um, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just thought we'd do a little tribute podcast to him just because he means so much to the game that we love. Um, so we'll just kind of go down memory lane, kind of talk about, you know, what we thought of him and all that good stuff. Yeah, it was definitely a sad day yesterday. Because uh, I was, I got an alert on my phone and, and I looked and I said, Craig Sager, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, and the craziest thing is, you know, we just recently went to a basketball game. Mm-hmm. And we and we talked about him and how we hadn't really seen him in a while and and we look up and then all of a sudden it's like breaking news. Yeah. He's he's passed on. Yeah. Um I think the most important thing is he, he's in a better place. Yeah. Uh I know he had been battling going back and forth with chemo for a while and with cancer, so um I know he's not suffering anymore. Right, right. Uh it's just we won't be able to see the loud suits. I know. On the sideline. That's the thing I would miss. You know. That brother <laughs> yeah. terrible suits. And sometimes like certain games we will watch, the games are terrible, but you're just looking for right. Craig. Like what is he wearing tonight? Exactly. Exactly. Uh you know, sometimes that would be the highlight of uh of, of the game. But you know, it's it's really unfortunate. Um you know, our thoughts and prayers to the family and sure. to TNT family and, mm-hmm. and, and everybody that's worked with Craig and, and, and knew him and, and know and, and and know the type of person he was because I mean I've been looking all day and I can't find any bad person or any bad thing yeah. about Craig aside from the suits. Right, right. You know? Right. So, yeah, he was he just seemed like a good dude. Like I never met him or anything. Yeah, neither neither I. You could just kind of tell when somebody has a good spirit about him, and Craig definitely seemed like he was one of those people um, that had a good, kind spirit. Yeah, it seemed genuine, and uh, he touched a lot of souls, mm-hmm. and uh, he will truly be missed. Um, speaking of that, I mean, it's so many memories. I'm, I, we didn't meet him, but it, right. we watched basketball. So what I would say interview do you remember or what's your favorite or stands out to you? Um, I guess it, it could be like, I mean, there's so many. Mm-hmm. Like, of course, the KG one is that they keep oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, classic yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I actually like the Chris Paul when he uh, interviewed Chris Paul after one of the games in the playoffs when mm-hmm. the Clippers were playing the Grizzlies a couple years ago. Um, of course you would pick a clip, right? Of course, right? man. I have to. I have to. Man, I got to keep the Clippers 100, man. Uh, um, but, yeah, here's the interview. Okay. It's like 46 seconds. So all right, all right. Not too long. 
Obviously, he had to do it at the offensive end, but the stop, 28 to three run in the last few minutes of the game. That's a shame. What did you do defensively? That's a shame. It's a shame to see how we can play at the end of the game. You know what I mean? Uh, we're going to look at the tape, see how we came out so lethargic at the beginning of the game, but a good win for us. It got a little emotional out here because of that, but we got to we gotta get our composure back and get ready for game two. Well, you're staying in Memphis until Wednesday. Does this make the stay a little bit better? Yeah, it's cool, but I busted my lip again, man. Everybody know how much I hate to get my lip busted. <laughs> but the rest of your body's all right? Yeah, I'm good. I mean, anytime you win, make everything feel a lot better. All right, you can still smile even though you got bad lip. Yeah, I know, right? It's a nice suit you got on there. Easter passed, though. Easter already went by. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, Everybody was very professional when they had their interview with Craig, mm -hmm. but you couldn't not say something about the suits that he wore. Most of them were loud and outlandish. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so that, yeah, Chris, I thought that was funny um, that he gave him a compliment, but then he he shot him with the him. Easter pass. He, so. You know, people take shots. This is a side note. Why does Chris always sound like he's worried or he's about to start crying in his interviews? Like. It's, it's almost an uncertainty. Like, you don't, yeah, like he doesn't want to be interviewed. Like, his voice is shaky. That's exactly what it is, and he should be used to it. He's a superstar. Yeah. But it's just, I guess it's not for everybody. I guess, I guess, I guess so, man. You would think Kawhi Leonard would sound like that. Right, because he don't talk. <laughs> but what's your, what's your uh, favorite? My favorite, uh, I'll play a little bit. I used to love when, when uh, Craig would have to deal with Popovich. Uh, I think him and Pop had a... I, I, yeah, and you could tell they were just really good friends, so I look forward to if the Spurs are winning or losing, Popovich answering the questions with one word, two I words. Know. So I'll play a little bit small. Uh, they did a little compilation. Can you be that professional in a suit that looks like that? Seven turnovers and five field goals. What was the key? I think they were looking at your suit. How you turn them into a perimeter player tonight? Can you repeat that? What the hell you want me to do? I don't know. Jonathan Simmons. Players playing. You shoot and it goes in or it doesn't. How have you turned LeBron James into a perimeter player tonight, keeping him out of the paint? I have no clue. This what is a preseason, right? We got to do this in a preseason? Score just 18 points. <laughs> Thank you very much. You did a great job, but I'd rather have your dad standing here. This is the first time I've enjoyed doing this ridiculous interview we're required to do. It's because you're here and you're back with us. So, I mean, I thought it was it was cool, and yeah. and I know Craig tried to uh, come back a few times, even though he was battling um, the chemotherapy and the, and the cancer. He he was able to do the finals. Right. I thought that was a very classy move by ESPN to allow him to do. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and it, it shows the. The, the type of person he was, he didn't want to put guilt on anybody. Right. And he probably didn't even want people to know that he was going through that. Yeah. And and he would and he would try to go to work every day with a smile on his face. And, and you know, deep down inside, he's going through a lot of pain and struggle and six, seven hours of chemo in the morning. Yeah. You got to be on your feet later on that night for a game. So I couldn't even imagine. No, no. Our chemo dream. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a bad situation. But you know, he he was. Probably one of my favorite sideline reporters. Yeah. Uh, he not only would dress crazy and 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 have the worst suits, but he would ask good questions. Yeah. You know, he did his he did his research. Yeah, like they said, like you know, you don't get the respect that. 
he got from players if you don't know what you're talking about. Right. And, like, a lot of the times the questions that he asked sometimes put them on the spot and kind of also let them know that he knew what he was talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's, you know, he got the, that respect that way. And just the suits, man. Like Speaking like of said, suits, what, I mean, give me one of the, that you can remember, one of the worst you've seen them in. Or your favorite ugly suit, <laughs> as they would say. So next Christmas they're going to do an ugly suit party? You just said something. That's a lot of money, though. You just said something. Um, again, it was Clippers. Craig Sager was interviewing Chris Paul, and it was some kind of like a white suit with like blue swirls. It looked like it would be in somebody's like hotel carpet. <laughs> <laughs> At the Ritz or something. Yeah, something terrible. And he had on a blue blue shirt with a like a blue tie, like silk looking tie. That's terrible. Yeah, man, it was awful. Um, uh, but there's been so many, but yeah. that one kind of sticks out to me, just because I was like, what the? Yeah, what are you wearing? I I remember him wearing. I don't know what, what team was playing, but he had a lime green oh, man, suit. I but then the tie is what set it off because it was like teal, yellow, purple, and then he had the shirt underneath with the stripes to match, the pants. He put a lot of thought in these. It wasn't like he just woke up and was like, oh, let me just grab something. Right. Let me grab a Steve Harvey suit or, yeah, yeah. you know. He put some thought into this. Yeah. And, you know, big day, Christmas games, Easter games, Martin Luther King, whatever. He, he, was, he was ready to... To show up. And like KG said, he used to match the socks with the shoes. Crazy. Crazy. Now, this is a side note. Um, Mr. CIAA mm-hmm. kind of does something like that as well during, oh. the, during the tournaments. He'll dress up in different color suits. Not as crazy as Craig, but something similar. Oh, so, nice. um, a brother? Yeah, he's a brother. He's oh, a brother. Okay. That might just be his everyday move. Yeah, like, yeah, he yeah, might be. From. Uh, maybe North Carolina or somewhere oh, on that end. Is <laughs> that might <laughs> <laughs> he, he might be he might be wearing that all the time. Church, exactly. Going to Popeyes, whatever it may be. Uh, I do have a funny. I saw Craig with Russell one day interviewing Russell. This is when he when he came back. I think it might have been last year. And Russell had on an all leather. It wasn't a one piece, but a, you know, Russ had the leather top on with the zippers on the side, yeah. a leather hat leather pants, and Craig just had a regular, nice-looking suit on. Russell made Craig look good. Wow, that, that takes a lot. Well, you know, Russell is Russell. And another player that, <laughs> that oh boy. made Craig look oh good. Oh, boy. This was post-NBA. Okay. It's whenever he interviewed Michael Jordan, like, oh. Mike has some terrible... Like, that could be a whole podcast on itself, but Mike... Come on, man. You got the greatest shoes of all time, but you have the worst fits of all time. You're right. Yeah, the jeans are terrible. Like, he would wear the most oversized blazer suit coat. The double-breasted. Yeah, like, it's, it looked terrible. <laughs> it looked like a picnic blanket. Like, if you can make the suits that Craig Sager used to wear it's look true. decent, That's true. then you need some help. That's true. Like, we've become accustomed to seeing Craig Sager and he's... <laughs> Awful suits. Like, I used to always just think, like, man, Craig goes out to find these suits and buys them. Or somebody making them now. Right, right. Like, I mean, because, you know, 
like you know, I was walking downtown and you you pass by them stores and you see these ridiculous I've seen some suits. Bad, yeah, and you're like, who's buying them? Exactly, and then there's guys like Craig Sager out there that that's they honey hole. They're like, oh man, yeah, that's true. So that's to say, I mean, you say that, and now moving forward, um, what do you think? This means for all the rest of the reporters, and now that Craig is no longer here with us, uh, he's with us spiritually, but can somebody replace that or fill that void, or will they have reporters trying to dress up to be the next Craig? I know they did. um, They were dedicating. They had a couple um, people that dressed like him to to show support, but will there be another Craig Sager? I don't – I mean, in my opinion, I hope that they – there isn't someone that's going to try to, like, mimic him. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like what made Craig Craig was he was, like, a normal dude. Like, in the beginning, he wasn't this he right. dressed like this. Right. But he was still an awesome sideline reporter. I think, you know, whoever it is that's going to fill that void of Craig, they just got to be themselves. Um, I think it would be cool every now and then, like they've been doing, just to do like kind of a tribute to it. Like they got the shirts and yeah. the shit. Yeah, yeah, Like yeah. I think that's cool. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, yeah, it's it's kind of like when when uh, Chick Hearn died. Like mm-hmm. he was, to me, like the best announcer. play-by-play announcer. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for you to think about somebody being better than Chick Hearn. I mean, yeah. still to this day, I still think Chick is the best. Mm-hmm. But I think, I mean, there are a lot of good silent reporters, but Craig had a way of getting the information that you needed. Even like with Popovich, everybody knew he was notorious for giving you that yeah. terrible answer. Some people are scared to even interview right. him. Right. Yeah. And Craig made it into fun. Like, he knew what it was, but he mm-hmm. remained professional. And Pop still gave him the, the terrible answers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when you have, like, the other reporters trying to interview Pop, they're, like you said, they're so intimidated yeah. by him. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I I don't know. I just I just hope that, you know, everybody just just be original like Craig was, man. Yeah. He was original to the T. Like, yeah. he was himself and himself only. And, and that's what makes him great. And, and it's crazy you said Chick Hearn because last night I was telling my wife, that there have only been a few people like in sports, you know, we love Ernie Johnson, right, obviously. Right, for sure. um, but two people on ESPN or whatever is Craig Sager and Stuart Scott for me. And they just changed yeah, everything. Yeah. Everything. I was you know? talking to my barber about Yeah, so time. those two for me stand out chick as well. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it's Craig Sager mm-hmm. and Stuart Scott. They just. Nobody will ever nah. replace them in my in my eye in my mind, and you can't even compare. Like I see some of the guys they try to have a lingo like Stewart on ESPN, yeah, yeah. and that's cool, it's, uh, but not even close. And I, I feel the same with uh, with, with Craig. Just be yourself. Yeah. You can dress how you want to dress, but Craig is up here, and then everybody else is just yeah. unfortunately you're down there. Yeah, um, and it's not just because of the suits or. Um, him going to Northwestern or him knowing the type of questions to ask is just the type of person he was right. and, and he affected people on and off the court yep. and I don't think you, uh, you'll you find another Craig Sager so you no, know man. with that man I think we could pretty much uh, wrap it up we just wanted to give you guys a little bit of 
of our thoughts and um, a couple comments about Craig Sager. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, rest in peace. Like I said yeah. before, thoughts and prayers are going out to you and your family. And um, leave it up to you, my friend. Anything else you want to say? Uh, just one last thing. Uh, even though I hate their team, I thought it was very classy that uh, Steve Kerr uh, had a statement to the crowd before their game. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, like we'll, like you said, we'll just end it uh, with kind of like the ending passage, I guess, from Craig at the ESPYs okay. um, from earlier this year. Okay. And we'll just go out like that. All right, man. Thank you guys for listening. Always, man. You guys have a good day. I am grateful to my parents, Coral and Al. They raised me with a positive outlook on life. I always see the glass half full. I see the beauty in others, and I see the hope for tomorrow. If we don't have hope and faith, we have nothing. Whatever I might have imagined a terminal diagnosis would do to my spirit, it summoned quite the opposite, the greatest appreciation for life itself. So I will never give up, and I will never give in. I will continue to keep fighting, sucking the marrow out of life as life sucks the marrow out of me. I will live my life full of love and full of fun. It's the only way I know how. Thank you, and good night.